So I feel like you can start calling me Coach now. Coach? Coach Rach. Why would, why would I call you Coach Rach? Because I feel like we should tell everyone that um, you've just started a basketball team, you had your first game yesterday, and you've asked me to be coach because of my sporting background and expertise. Um, look, I think that's more of a self-anointed position. <laughs> so, um, But you weren't there last night. Yeah, I know, because I actually thought yesterday was Wednesday and I totally forgot, Yeah, which isn't great coaching skills. But um, you were just telling me before that you were the best on the team. You were showing me your stats. Um, <laughs> look, you missed you missed a pretty good performance, yes. How many three-pointers did you get? I didn't – I <clears throat> maybe shot two and didn't make any. Oh, so None no for two from three. Then what, what was it that made you so good? I only scored eight points. Look, I'd, I'd, I, would just like to, I would just like to preface – um, now that we're in the public sphere, I'm not the best player on the team. You, I don't want did anyone... you or did you not just say before, oh, I'm probably the best player on the team? In jest. <laughs> but it, I, I, don't want to, I don't want to make any public claims to that. Um, Anyways, well, that's something we can fill the team in as we go. Because yeah. I will be going to your games and I will be coaching. Yeah. I'm gonna, we can give everyone some background. We'll provide updates as we go. First yeah. game of the season last night, we lost yeah. by two points. Yeah. Um, if I was there, in tragic 100% circumstances. you would have won. Yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. <laughs> right, so what are we talking about today? I'm actually quite excited for this one. Yeah, today we're talking about well, not on online dating apps, dating yep. swipe the swipe apps. What are you mm-hmm. what are we what are we actually calling this? Well, yeah, just our experience with dating apps because our experience has been very polarizing. Yes, it has. <laughs> Finally something that's pretty polarizing um, yeah, in terms yeah. of the way that we do these. So you, you yeah. grew up in an era um, mm-hmm. where you wouldn't use an app. You'd have to meet someone on, on the dance floor. 100%. Um, was there a particular bar that of where you grew up that was sort of your, your Tinder, I guess you could say? In Dunedin, there was um, this place called Two Bears, and on Thursday you'd better go get $2 doubles, which was like as a student, like two dollar doubles on dance floor. Yeah, that's big time. Um, but yeah, completely. I was just saying to you before when we were talking about this podcast about how when I was your age, I hate that when I was your age, I had never used dating apps, yeah. and I had been in two long term relationships, and you um, have not been in one. So did you kiss many boys on the dance floor at two beers? Um, honestly, that was like seventeen years ago. I remember one, but I knew him from high school, so it wasn't like a rando. So it was romantic. No, it wasn't. Kissing anyone on the dance floor. We were listening to Snoop Dogg, You're Beautiful. No, that's <laughs> all. Of course, he just locks into your eyes. Yeah. I mean, if there's a song to do it, um, you know, give credit to the bloke. Yeah. Maybe that was cooked. But anyways, yeah. So um, the dating apps, as we spoke about on the Dear Laura episode, yeah. I didn't realize that there was Tinder for under 18-year-olds. So you've been on dating. You've only really dated on dating apps. Yeah. So Tinder for under 18-year-olds is the same app as Tinder. Mm. It's just... Thanks to all the management of Tinder, they mm-hmm. separate the under 18-year-olds yes. from the adults, that as is, is the correct way to do things. So mm-hmm. you just have access to a pool of people that are under 18 when you're under 18. When you turn 18, suddenly wow. everything changes. World is your oyster. Yeah, yeah. So that's, you know, you, you get your driver's license, you go yeah. to the pub, have your first beer, and you get invited into the big wide world, which is mm. open age dating apps. Yeah. The one thing that I was just thinking before is, that I wish I could have seen your dating profile from when you were 18. 
Yeah, well, you, like you said, we did dip into it a little bit in the Dear Laura episode, but mm. back then I really did oh, heavily yeah. uh, lean towards the fact that I was in a band. Mm. I think it was just pop punk band bassist or something. Maybe I wouldn't have actually specified bassist, but that was that was sort of what I was going for back when I was 17. I also am having flashbacks because I remember maybe not last year, the year before, we weren't in this role together. Maybe it was when we were in Japan. I got your phone looked through and gave you some critiques of what you could have on your profile. Yeah, and do you remember what they were? I don't. I don't. I, I remember they were being quite. They were quite harsh. <laughs> it doesn't sound like me. Um, no, I remember actually some of your pictures being good. I think there were some where I was like, no, yeah. but it showed that you had like travelled quite a bit. But in terms of dating apps, especially I would say since COVID, for sure you like. Over the last year especially, your dating has um, really gone up a notch. Look, um, I've got to be careful because I've obviously got a public reputation to (laughs) to uphold. But I guess because I was travelling around so much Mm -hmm. over the years when I was in uni, I've only really Mm -hmm. stagnated in one spot for the first time for longer than like six months. Mm -hmm. um, And and in that time it was in a pandemic also. Yeah, yeah. Um, Not meeting any gals on the dance floor. No. Yeah. No, no. Because um, it was a year ago that we, um, it was literally nearly a year ago that I remember sitting down and being like, we should do an app on, because our dating lives at that point were so different. Like we were both dating and like other people. And um, Yeah, yeah, preface. <laughs> and it, the way that we were going about things was so different. And so, oh yeah, so I just think like from a year ago to now, yeah. I would say for you even the last six months, You've not saying you're a serial dater. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> there was a period of time where I was like, go on dates, go on dates. And then you were like, no, no, I don't want to. Like, yeah. you, you know, and then. Yeah, like, look, I've, I, I wouldn't say I've, I've like, you know, I'm, it's not like I'm sleeping around or anything, but I've been on a fair amount of like dates, mm-hmm. coffee, mm-hmm. dinner. So let's that talk about how that works. So you, because, and then we can kind of compare. Yeah. So yeah, swipe, swipe, swipe. Well, what apps are you using? At the moment? Um, I'm on Hinge. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the that was Fancy. The, yeah Pretty young professionals. Yeah, yeah. So um, mm-hmm. I'm obviously not on it at the exact current moment, but that's cool. been the Why most not? recent. Has someone tickled your fancy? There's there's there is a lady in my life at the moment, Rachel. Yeah. <laughs> breaking news. Breaking news. I didn't even say you said it yourself. Yeah, well, it had to, it had to come out eventually. Um, <laughs> okay, we'll get to that. We'll get to the end result. Yeah, sure. But um, yeah, that's that's kind of the that's what I've was using going forward yeah so you've had hinge you've used bumble though um bear i don't think i've been on a date with anyone not from hinge what about even when you had tinder and tinders were a different kind of and tinder i was like that was like uni yeah it was a different Tinder's kind like, of catch up on that yeah they're taking people out to yeah, we, date. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah that's more of a uni I'm a, I'm, a, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a mature man there, Rachel, an adult. Yeah. Um, it's a shame because your phone's the one videoing, but I think what we need to do after this um, to put on the social media is like do a wee recap of what your app, like what your profile would look like. Yeah, maybe like a screen good. grab of what the profile is. Yeah, I think that um, people would love to see that. At the moment that. and critique it. Awesome. So then what would you usually see swiping? Yep, you swiping. You message first. Um, Hinge is a bit of a funny one in that like if the girl likes you then like basically whoever likes the person yes. you, the other if you get liked and you see you're like this person likes you it's yep. not like tinder where you're just swiping along yes, and it's yep. like you got a match 
and then you invite that person to chat. So if the person liked me, then they message first. Mm -hmm. If I like them, then they message me first. And so if you're messaging them first, what do you go with? Are you hey are you emojis are you a fun fact like what's your go-to i'm just probably like a hey there rachel how's it going yeah i don't don't get i don't get stuff yeah i don't get too creative with it you know yeah oh well you've now got a girl have you have you experienced many pickup lines from your end on because i'm like like, let's not bet around the bush i think you were you were you were i think hinge was your app or you you on bumble no so when i first moved to australia i was 20 eight years old and I had never used a dating app. Wow. So back in New Zealand, <clears throat> I was actually a little bit of an arsehole about people on dating apps because it hadn't long come out before that. So I was like, if you're on a dating app, you only want one thing, you're desperate, you're, you know. And, and you're better than the people yes. that are on dating. You're yes. a better person. Yes. Yeah. And now I obviously regret having, like being so judgmental because I really was, um, think that I had, was more of a relationship type of gal. So when I moved to Australia, my fr- I went to Canberra originally, yep. and um, my friend Mary got on my phone, and she was, like, engaged. She was living vicariously through me, so she got on the app. She made my profile, went on the apps, and would message guys. Yeah. And she set me up. She came to me, and she was like, you have a date tomorrow morning at 8.30 in the morning. Read through the conversation, yeah. so you know. And she loved it. Like she would. She was um, doing the messaging for you. She did everything. So she'd be like, yay, I won. Like when it met, she'd be like, I won, I won. And then she would message. I'd just like to put it out there to the audience. I wonder how often that actually happens. Is it like an actual friend? Like how often are people delegating their dating apps? I feel like there's a lot of catfishing going on. Like fake photos and stuff. Yeah. But this was a bit different. But then she said to me, she was like, right, 8.30. So I had to catch a bus at 8.30 in the morning in Canberra to go meet this guy for a coffee. Now, we will get into this shortly about what, like, good first date is, like whether that be a coffee, whether it be a walk yeah. or a dinner because I may have told you some wrong information. But that turned into a bit of a flame, didn't it? Well, that was the thing because you, you go for a coffee, you then – it's not like a three-hour type thing. So it was only like half hour, 45 minutes. So yeah. if you get to the end of that and you're like, okay, that went really fast. I wish it was longer. I want to see him again. Great. If you're like, oh, this is so painful, you get to leave – you don't have to have the awkward, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and then from that, so my first ever Tinder day, first date, actually, he was a top bloke. I, like, he, that, you couldn't have asked for what, a better what you, what, what's, what's, first What's your date. checklist if you've got 45 minutes? Like, what do you need, just, what do you need from the guy? Just, like, they have to be funny. They can't, oh, they cannot be too sensitive. Like, I'd, so you're going to get stuck into the guy in the, in the first 45 minutes. I'm not going to get stuck in, but I'm going to give banter. And if, he, and if he's a bit of a pansy, do you know what I mean? Like I have to be able to give a bit of banter and be sarcastic and then not be like, oh, God, she's – I've had I've, I've had one date in particular which um, ended, and this was only last year, and it was the worst date I've ever been on. It, mm, I know this one, yeah. Like I was traumatised. That is what got me off the dating apps. He was absolutely – he was pretty fucked. He, yeah, he sent me after basically the date was horrible. I asked to leave. It was terrible. I made the terrible decision of going out for dinner instead of um, going for a coffee. So you're stuck at the dinner. I didn't even get to Classic. eat my bloody lemon yeah, risotto. Yeah. Asked to leave. He sent me a massive message afterwards, then blocked me, then messaged me the next day off another phone being like, actually, it wasn't that bad. Would you like terrible yeah, real day. psychopath sort of vibes yeah. uh, from that boat. But that's the lesson, isn't it? The dinner the dinner's yeah. a very risky yeah. first date. Yeah. My dating app experience has been 
was very small. Yeah. I didn't use it much. I always hated it. I was always like, I want to meet someone the old fashioned way. Friend of a friend at a barbecue. That was my small town girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it wasn't all bad. It's just not really my cup of tea. I'm really shit at small talk. I'm way too sarcastic. No one really gets my personality. Mm. Like for me and dating apps, mine's nowhere near as exciting as yours. I really want to tell the story about you with the girl in Melbourne. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's kind of what the whole point of this this podcast, <laughs> uh, this episode is about, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Basically, I gave you advice, which yeah. was, so you, I had been trying to talk you into dating more. Go on dates, like get out there. And I I'm, think I was in a bit of a lull during this yeah. period. I'd... Yeah, I don't know. I just, it was the beginning of I'd the fallen, year. And, yeah, yeah. I'd fallen out of love with the apps. Yes. And was this before or after um, Leo Ross? <laughs> I used a code name. This, yeah? uh, this was beforehand. Okay. This was beforehand. This was in March of this year, yeah. to give you a bit of context, because we were flying to Byron Bay yes. the following day. Yeah, because we travel. And um, we so you didn't take... I mean, you took my advice, which was poor advice now in hindsight. Really, so, really bad advice. So I was like, as I am now, saying coffee yeah. first or a walk. Yeah. But for some reason, I don't even know why. For I'm... your personal satisfaction <laughs> now in hindsight, we can see because you could have got a story out of it. Yeah. You won this. Yeah, this was, this, was, this was great. So you asked this girl out and um, she was in Melbourne. Yeah. And you... In fact, basically, I was talking to this girl. I was I, We were just like going back and forth on... Um, on the app she was a french canadian um and you know we maybe had a few messages back and forth we organized to get a i was going to get a coffee with her because we were going to melbourne flying it that day so i was like she was she was in melbourne um and then you said why are you getting a coffee like why would you why would you get a coffee like why not you know do it properly go out to dinner and everything and i remember having some objections and then you know you did your sales stuff on me got me around um and convinced me that taking her out to a lavish restaurant in Melbourne on the first time I was ever meeting her um, was a good idea. I guess we should also preface that I was on a bit of like a, a self-development journey at this point. I hadn't had a sip of alcohol mm. in the four months prior to this event. So going out to a place where I was going to be drinking alcohol for the first time in four months and to a very – I'm not like someone, as you know, Rachel, mm. that goes to like nice – I'm not place. a fancy dinner – you're a palmer at a pub type of gal. Palmy, palmy, yeah, <laughs> palmy guy. Um, palmy at a pub type of guy. Yeah, that's that's yeah. that's that's a nice. That'd be a nice dinner date mm. for me. Um, so when I'm going to a place where I have to put the nice mm. shoes on, put the shirt, put the shirt on, do the hair up, get I'll, the wallet out, get the wallet out. That's for sure. Yeah, huh? big dent um, into the into the bank account. I'm uncomfortable. I'm mm. I'm, I'm out of, I'm out of my element. But so you took this poor advice from me. Took the terrible um, advice. You, you, she was a French Canadian. You'd, yep. been, you'd just, studied in France, France, so you were, you know, she was a teacher. She was a French teacher. So yes. she was like, oh, yeah, like she was she was on to the French language. Yeah. And I think we I, thought she was perfect. We were like, thought this was it. Yeah, yeah. And then you went on this date and things weren't actually bad. Like you can't blame the date or the fact that you I went to think, this restaurant. No, There's no. one thing to blame here. Yeah, and it's, well, I guess it's, yeah, it's me. Like <laughs> no no it, what you it, you, you drank alcohol and you had it in a while yeah look obviously got other, first firstly it was just like a real extravagant thing like I drove to her house picked her up 
drove her to this fucking this restaurant. It was like really, it was like the fanciest. It was one of the fanciest French restaurants mm. in Melbourne. Like it was like real Fair high end stuff. It was like a five star restaurant. Like I was mm. like, oh, I'm bored here. Mm. Um, I think like the dinner must have set me back. Like it was a couple, a good couple hundred, a couple hundred bucks at least. Yeah, it was serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, and you know, obviously, there's no splitting going on at a venue like that. And also, um, there's no splitting on first dates anyway. Yeah, yeah. But that's the thing. There's a lot of difference between splitting ten, like <laughs> buying a coffee and buying a three-course meal and a bottle of red wine and yeah. all of that sort of stuff. But even the dinner went well, and then you went out for uh, drinks afterwards, and that's where you started to get, like, wobbly knees. Yeah, so I've – well, the, yeah, the, the dinner went well. Um, it was a bit out of my element. It was a bit too, bit fancy for me, but whatever. She was like a bit older as well, so she was probably fine mm. there. But we knocked off a bottle of red wine, and this was the first alcohol that I'd had mm-hmm. in four months at this point. So I'm, yeah, I'm feeling a bit tiddly at this point um, when she suggests going on to a bar mm-hmm. afterwards. So we're in the middle of the Melbourne CBD. So we walked to like some, you know, one of those like cool bars. side alley cocktail yep. bars or something like that. Um, and my stomach's starting to hurt a little bit. At this point. <laughs> so ironically, I think she was on the beers and I was on like the fancy cocktails or something like that because I was like, I thought it'd be a bit easier on the stomach. Um, but what they were like two shot mm. cocktails and I might have knocked off three or four of them in quick succession while I was there. And I remember sitting at this bar and I'm starting to sort of lose, you know, lose motor function. I'm starting to really get a bit more pissed. Slurry your words. Slurring my words. I'm, I'm you know, falling over my conversation. So at this point, you're starting to just, like, direct the comment. Like, you just want her to just yeah, control maybe, the conversation. I mean, if you're saying, like, you would ask her a question and then she had said that you'd already asked her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, like, I think it was towards towards this point um, that she – because, like, she's a French teacher and she was like, oh, mm. you live in France. I think I'd, I'm a, I, I, on my profile I'd said I'd speak French. Oh, my God, this is just like I know how to play the bass guitar. Can't. I no. know how to speak French. No, can't. Can't. Can't speak. Could speak. Is this lying or is this just like what's the difference here between lying and? Well, I don't know. You know, it's a bit of a furphy, but I, I, I could speak French at some point. And to be honest, like maybe I just like never really edited the profile. So I made it when I got back and went French. When I was in France, I could speak the language barely, conversationally. But then oh, so because yeah. then you left like the date ended and like, cause you know, we kind of had assumed that maybe it might be like an overnight thing, but. It- well, the most, I mean, where it really went to shit was she was the French teacher and she says, all right, let's start doing some French. Let's start speaking some French. Oh God. And I'm blind drunk. Here. So even the little French that I do know at this point is down the road. Um, and she's like, all right, like, we'll just do like, let's just do like some conversation. Like, let's just see what you've got. And she was like, you know, Bonjour, ça va, whatever the, you know, whatever the hell it is. Um, and whatever she said, I had no idea what she just said to me. And it was a real basic sort of sentence. And at this point, I'm like going over in my head. I'm like, all right, how do I respond to this? I can't tell her that I just don't know what she said because I'm going to look like a fraud. <laughs> but I don't know what to say. So basically the conclusion I came up with in my head was that I was just going to make some sounds some sort of French sounding sounds, put them together and hope they meant something. So I had no words, no nothing. It was just literally like a some, some crap like that. Um, and at this point you were really drunk. I'm drunk. I'm really drunk at this point. And I, the four months of being sober. Yeah. Or whatever. 
And I was just literally just looked at this French woman in the face, made a mockery of her language and just responded to her in absolute gibberish. She just looked me dead in the eyes and she was like, it's over. what the hell was that? It was something like that, mm. something along those lines. Because I just, I guess, you know, the French are very passionate about their yes. language and that sort of thing. Um, and, you know, from there there was... That was that was pretty much the, that was pretty Cold much the end of, the end of the line. Yeah, I think we like you know it wasn't all, like I think we had a few conversations. Yeah, but yeah. We certainly went. Out. I we it was pretty clear that we were going our separate ways. And then the next day, I was obviously like super excited to see how it went. You picked me up quite early Incredibly in the morning. hung hungover. Yeah, I remember you picking me up. I was like super excited. I was sober as so excited to like see how the date went. Hear from you. You pull up. You uh, riddled with anxiety. You tell me the day. I'm just frothing it. I'm so excited. We go get a semi and a coffee and I'm just like so pumped up, probably more pumped up in the fact that it went so bad. Like if you were just like, oh, it's great, like there'd be no story that we got to. Yeah, just train wreck after train wreck. Yeah, that Um, was, um, that was. But then, you know, from that, so that was like one not ideal day. And there's been a couple of others. We don't have heaps more time, but, you know, there was one that you went on a couple of weeks ago where you um, kissed her midday, which caught her off guard. <laughs> and then she messaged you the next day and said, hey, look, probably not a go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that happened as well. Um, yeah, that obviously didn't go so well. Um Again, made for a great story. Yeah, which will be a po- another podcast. That's <laughs> yeah. a whole other podcast episode of dates that I've screwed yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Um, At the end of the day, though, we're still here right now. You've you've got someone currently uh-huh. who you met through on an app. Yep. Despite all these frogs that you've kissed. kissed frogs. <laughs> and you're here now and, and she seems like a lovely gal. And how many times I've said gal this podcast. Um, and you know, so there's, this is, look, it works, it, it works out, but I think it's just like, it's a case of when, when you're under pressure or when you're not confident, mm. once then I just have a, I can just fall to pieces sometimes. The, but the girl that you're kind of talking about now, what was your first super date with her? Um, that was just down, down at the beach. Oh, right, so that was your casual, just go there. Had, like, had to be by the beach or something oh, like lovely. that. Yeah. That's nice. Um, yeah. So dating apps are a funny one. Growing up for um, my kind of age, like being at uni and stuff, it was like you would maybe add them as a friend on Facebook and you'd do, Give you know. Give them a poke maybe? <laughs> yeah, um, no, Joe, yes. You'd poke do that course. and then yeah. you'd like wave and, yeah. So very, very different to what it was like back in my day. Yeah. But I think they have their purpose. Yeah, I mean, they have a role, especially in yeah. the COVID-affected world that we live yes. in today. Yeah. Um, but there are a lot more stories, um, yeah. uh, you know, over the time. So we definitely want to talk about our different dates, whether they've been good or bad. And um, yeah. we actually just had a really good conversation earlier today about relationships, which I think would even make for another. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a more serious one. So Yeah, um, yeah. Well, happy days. I'll um, see you on Thursday for a uh, basketball game. Yep, yep. So I guess we'll keep the listeners in tune of, of how the season progresses. But yep. um, I'll send them some behind the scenes of you. Yep. Scoring um, a lot of points, probably. Yeah. yeah. Righto. Catch ya. Say bye. Au revoir. Oh, Mon amis. Good friend. Who was that? Couple.